Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Here's a little PSA for you fantasy owners out there. Nothing's perfect. You win some, you lose some. Keep your head held high and go on to your next opponent. Well, that's what I keep telling myself. Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. I'm here with my man that needs no introduction. Melky, how you doing? Ayo, guess who's happier than a dog humping its owner's leg? It's the milkman. I'm on cloud nine. Like most guys, sex game, you'll find out shortly. (laughs) How are you, you, baby? Uh, I mean... It is what it is. I think I think you could tell how I'm doing by my intro. <laughs> I definitely can, and I saw why too. So, do you want to waste uh, any more time and dive right into this, or shall we just keep rambling? Oh uh, no, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this. Uh man, dude, what was what was your what was your week like? Oh, so you'd like me to start? Yeah, you know what? Fucking winners go first. <laughs> That's right, folks. Gooby nailed it because the milkman won last week. And he slayed half of Family Gate. So that just made it even sweeter. And I'm going to tell you how he did it. So the score was. Sorry, folks. Score was 138 to 131 in a nail biter. Honestly, I was cheering. I was biting my nails. I, I pretty much every emotion you could think of was filled in my room while I was watching the game. But I won. Uh, I slayed the dragon, so to speak. And I'd just like to give uh, a little shout out to Melky's three stars for last week. So number three. Buffalo defense, 20 points, Gooby. You know how they killed it. Two sacks, two interceptions, two fumbles, and a pick six. They're on a roll, man. Yes, sir. Number two, Christian Kirk. Now, I know I've dogged this boy for having a terrible contract, and he still does, but Trevor Lawrence loves this man. It's his new favorite shiny toy. He got me 22.8 points, so he had 78 receiving yards and two touchdowns. And we're going to talk about it later, but it came at the expense of those lonely Colts. Woo! They are stinky right now. Hey, you! And number one, number one star on Melky's list, the Buffalo coach. (laughs) Sean McDermott, and you want to know why? He sat Josh Allen near the end of the third quarter. Josh Allen was on a roll. He probably could have put a 60-point performance up, but he didn't. He was rested, and because of it, I was allowed to maintain my lead while uh, Sangria Picks was uh, having to watch as the game was counting down and her chances of winning basically were non-existent. So thank you, Josh McDermott. You are a hero and, or sorry, Sean McDermott, because I get your name wrong while I'm praising you. You are a hero of Melky's book, and guess what? 
I owe you one. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a nail biter for sure. I, I feel bad right now for you looking at your team for one reason, one reason only. You do not have a quarterback. No, 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 no. I have potential. I have guys that aren't big slingers, or you don't know what they're gonna, you're going to get from them each week. But there's potential for them for them to have big games. Like Kirk Cousins had had a big game last week. Week one, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady. I don't know what's going on. I think there's a lot of injuries over there too. So he, he's destined to have at least a couple of big games as this is his last hurrah. And then my newest addition, a man I make fun of all the time, a man you definitely make fun of all the time. It's Tua. We'll talk about it later too. Uh, I'm just hoping uh, it's maybe lightning in a bottle and he d- pulls like a Lamar Jackson from a couple seasons ago that helped uh, Tim win the, the entire thing. So you yeah. just never, gotta take a chance. Yeah, well, yeah, I was looking, I was like, man, Brady's been doing nothing and Kirk Cousins shit the bed this week. And uh, I, I don't know about Tua yet. We'll find out though. But yeah, no, that was a good win, honestly. It was nail biter, nail biter, but I mean, so was mine. Mine was nail biter until <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> well, inform the uh, the folks on uh, your uh, your battle of, from week two. All right, all right. Well, I started Matthew Stafford, twenty nine points. Thank you, I appreciate that one. That 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 gave me confidence back in Matthew Stafford. Um, AJ Brown did did not do as good as I thought he would. Against Minnesota, I thought this was going to be a shootout. He only got nine points. C.D. Lamb without Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush, buddy. What a rush. What a rush. I got 11 points out of C.D. Lamb. T. Higgins uh, back from the concussion, 16 points. Um, I'm not a fan of second second wide receivers. I picked up a lot of first wide receivers in, my, uh, in our league. And you know what? I'm starting to become a fan of second wide receivers. T. Higgins, Mike Williams, Jalen Waddle. These guys are these guys are going off. We got Austin Eckler, 13 points. That's okay. I expect more from him. Wilson Jr., 11 points. I could see that's that's where he's gonna be right now. That's uh, the norm of that team. I, like I told you and Kevin, San Francisco is a running team by committee. But with uh, with um. With Trevor Lawrence, or not Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trey Lance out, I think uh, Wilson might get some more love. I think well, yeah. there's, I think their schemes are gonna change a little bit. Well, you're not gonna ask uh, porn star Jimmy to do all the running for you, so that's that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I mean, we saw it. Uh, I not to go completely off topic. We saw it in the Dallas game where uh, Tony Pollard got a lot of love uh, because Cooper Rush doesn't run. Pollard. Uh, Pollard, Pollard, whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Cooper Rush, even though he has fucking Rush in his name, he doesn't rush for shit. No, he's a slow ginger. Dalton Schultz got injured, 0.8 points. Juju Smith did shit all, two, two and a half points. Daniel Carlson gave me a good 13 points. And San Fran's defense gave me good 15 points. So, all in all, it wasn't terrible. I lost 141 to 123. Sucker! Now, I was up 10 points going into Monday night. There's only two players left, or one player left on each team. A.J. Brown and Stefan Diggs. And what does Stefan Diggs have to do 
I don't know, fucking just go off. What do you do? Uh, 100? I'm trying to find the actual stat here. 148. 148 yards, three touchdowns, caught 12 of 14 targets. The dude put up 38 points. Now, like I said, I was up by 10 points. AJ Brown versus Stefan Diggs. I was like, oh, I got this. They're both going to put up like roughly 15, 20 points. It's going to be a stalemate, and I'm going to take it. Diggs, man, you, you, you the best right now. Yeah, he, he lit Tennessee up like a Christmas tree. It wasn't even close. They had no answer for him. I was watching that game because my opponent had Josh Allen. I was like, please don't throw any touchdown. And of course, <laughs> he throws three to Stephon Diggs. Yeah, so it looked good at the at the beginning of Monday. The end of Monday night wasn't good at all. It's funny too because all the all the matchups this week were close. Like in our league, they were all pretty close and they almost went to like my my matchup went to Monday night too. Yeah. I had four players left and she had two. And that was the deciding factor. And you had you guys had each. Uh, how many players did you have each going into Monday? I just AJ Brown and Stefan Dix. That was okay. it. The battle of the elite wide receivers. Yeah. So all came down to Monday night, which is nuts. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, and this isn't me saying I'm going to win it all this year. You're not. But I will say, last time I won, didn't I go 0 and 4 at the start? No, that was Allen. Okay, sorry. No, I went 0 and 2 then. I know, I know. There's plenty of time left, but your team is different. Your team is different back then compared to now. And I. I 0 and 2. I started 0 and 2 and I won. I keep telling you, you need to have a more balanced team. You're not just going to win with a pile of of wide receivers. Hey, I tried to trade. And you say my uh, quarterbacks are shit. Your quarterbacks haven't been that hot either. Like Stafford. He finally got the ball rolling, but it took him long enough. So you're yeah, in the but, same boat as me. But if I if I start Kirk Cousins at the start of the year, I think uh, I think I would have won. Yeah, and if I started Kirk Cousins too, I would have beat Jen. So yeah, same boat. But I didn't have Alex, Kirk Cousins. If Alex I had my started run. Lamar Jackson. He would have won as well, and he didn't. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into next week. I'm going to kick it off. Uh, I'm predicted to lose 125 to 131 to not a Bears lineup. Uh, Stafford versus Joe Burrow. A.J. Brown versus Cooper Cup. CeeDee Lamb versus Devontae Smith. T. Higgins versus Jacoby Myers, who's questionable. Austin Eckler versus DeAndre Swift, who I'm pretty sure won't play. Uh, Cam Akers versus Cordell Patterson. Dalton Schultz, which I will probably change to a random uh, tight end at some point. I picked up Higby, so I think I'm just going to throw Higby in because I don't know if Dalton Schultz is playing. He's playing Darren Waller. I picked up the Jets wide receiver. It was a Garrett Wilson versus James Conner. And then Carlson versus Gold. I don't know how to pronounce that. Rocky Gold? Yeah. And then San Fran versus Chicago D. Yeah, it's going to be matchup based. I mean, Dallas is playing the Giants. AJ Brown's playing Washington. Stafford's playing Arizona. Uh, T. Higgins playing the Jets. So I'm expected my wide receiver core and my quarterback to have a great game. Austin Eckler's playing Jacksonville. I mean, 
depending on what's going on with Herbert, Austin Eckler could have a good game. I don't know. What, what do you think? Uh, it's one of those tight, uh, tight matches, man. That can probably go either way. I think it could go either way. I, I you're almost in the same boat as you have monsters, but they haven't been living up to it. So it all depends. It depends how CD Lamb does. It depends how Stafford does. It depends uh, because you have the talent. You should yeah. realistically on paper you should annihilate her, but it's a weird season right now. So I. I'm gonna actually give. I think you're gonna get your first win this week. Ooh! Go I like. A, I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna go on the win and say you're gonna get your first win. I don't think Jen's team is good at all. Uh, she, she got lucky against me because right, yeah. it's always always a thing where she outplays like her first game. Her players outshine mine for whatever reason. So having said that, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna squeak one out this week. Yeah, I hope so too. And I, you know what? I. I hate to be a, like an asshole about it, but I hope Justin Herbert just doesn't play and they kind of run more with Austin Eckler. So we'll see. Well, Mel- that makes you an asshole, then it makes me an asshole hoping he doesn't play either because. <laughs> I'm playing against Justin Herbert this week. Yes, sir. Yeah, let me break it down. I'm playing the other half of Family Gates, so I'm looking to take care of both of them in back-to-back weeks. Let's go over the matchups, so shall we? Kirk Cousins versus a questionable Justin Herbert. I do think he's playing because it's no, he's a he's a tough kid. Portland Sutton versus Stefan Diggs. Christian Kirk versus newly acquired Tyler Lockett. Now, I think this is hilarious that he went and grabbed him, which is cool, but Geno Smith sucks. <laughs> and if you actually think Lockett's going to ball out against Atlanta, you have another thing coming. I actually think it's going to be a DK game, so I, I hope I'm right. I, th- got, I think you're right, too. Got Keenan Allen, potentially, because he's also hurt, versus Allen Robinson the second. Got Najee Harris versus Javante Williams. CMC, Gooby's old uh, partner in crime, versus Alvin <laughs> Kamara. George Kittle, another guy coming off injury, versus Logan Thomas. David Montgomery, who was a fucking beast last week, versus James Robinson. Then we got the kickers. Uh, I've got Dustin Hopkins. That's kind of funny. He's got the same name as the actor. Didn't notice that. <laughs> Against Young Koo Koo. <laughs> Koo in the house. I'm actually cheering for Koo. I always cheer for Koo. And <laughs> defenses, wrapping up with the defenses, Buffalo versus New Orleans. The Goobs, I'm projected to win 132 to 131. How do you like my chance? Well, uh, if Keenan Allen plays, I think you're good. But even then, you can put in Terry McLaurin, and I yeah. still think you can pull one out. It's hard to say because, like, I want to say start Tua because I feel like this is going to be a shootout. But against that Buffalo defense, it's going to be like, yeah, probably not. I think they're going to be looking to eat him alive. And like we alluded to earlier, we don't know if Justin Herbert's playing. And her backup is Jared Goff. And, yeah, Goff had a couple of good games so far but it's Jared Goff and we know that he can slip up pretty quick 
So I'm going to give you a win. I, I'm going to give you a win. You're, you're going to take this one. I like it. And uh, that just means Tim's going to need a new TV because he goes mental on Sundays when football's on. Yeah. Uh, mental. We know this. We, we've heard that we've heard the talks, but what's I was that? Say, well, when your kids say that we hate Sundays because of football, you, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of mental, you want to know someone who went mental? Tua and the Dolphins. They destroyed. And I'm talking like, I've never seen a dual wide receiver combo go for this much. Malk, what do you think about the Dolphins team right now? Lost for words. Honestly, uh, first of all, it was a comeback too, because they were trailing for most of this game. And they ended up squeaking it out 42 to 38, but Lord have mercy. Like if you look at Tua's numbers, 469 passing yards, six touchdowns, Gooby. Yeah. Two two INTs, and he rushed for a measly one yard. Not that he needed that. And you mentioned the wide receiver duel of like Waddle and Hill. Yep. They both had two touchdowns each and over 100 yards each. That is insane. Like that, that could be the scariest duel in the NFL. Oh, it 100% is. I can't imagine anybody like worse than Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle right now. It's like you have to double cover them both. Speedsters. Yeah. And, uh, like, what did you put up? Well, he put up 50. Tua put up, I'm trying to find it. 57 yeah. points. My, like, and like you said, it was, it was a great comeback game. Like, fantastic. So I mean, I would say game of the game of the year so far, maybe. Yeah, I, I could say that. Yeah, it, it could it could end up being the game of the year because that was that was a great game. I watched it uh, in 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 its entirety. So yeah, um, kudos to Tua. I mean, a lot of people give him a lot of shit for not being a good quarterback, and <laughs> he kind of he kind of showed up. I th- I think I think he could uh, he could surprise some people this year. Do you think this was a fluke? No, no, he's got the weapons, man. He's got the weapons. And uh, I know this Chase Edmonds and uh, Raheem Mozart are kind of sharing the load right now. And Mozart kind of took over a little bit. Uh, He's got two decent running backs behind him uh, and two all-star. They could end up being top five wide receivers at the end of the year. Which is crazy to say that two wide receivers are going to be top five on the same team. It's mind-boggling, and uh, the Dolphins could do big things. I, I mean, I picked them to get a wild card spot, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're there because of those two, and and a little less Tua. Yeah, well, I mean, a little less Tua. But. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. we were just mentioning games of the year. Let's talk about one that wasn't. Let's go over to Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Bro, the Colts were shut out 24 to nothing. Yeah. Matty Ice, you're melting, bro. 195 passing yards and three interceptions. Yep. Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, 235 passing yards, two TDs, 11 rushing yards. 
You and I both alluded to Christian Kirk being a big help and one of his new favorite toy. In the last two games, actually, he's had two touchdowns, 195 passing yards, and 18 targets. So, Goobs, I got to ask you, what's wrong with the Colts? Uh, it's Matt Ryan, man. He's just not Matt Ryan of old. He's just old. Are you fucking kidding me? And he does. He, that's uh, that's what it is, man. Age gets to you. Everybody can't be Tom Brady. He went 16 for 30. 16 for 30. If you're going to be a starter in the NFL, you can't go 16 for 30. And you have arguably the best running back in the league, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, it could be a coaching thing, too, because, like, Jonathan Taylor only got nine carries. If you're the best running back in the league, you're getting 20 carries a game. And that would help with the passing. You know, you you, you run a few, do a play action, get a good get a good uh, bomb downfield. And it's not it's not working out. I, other than coaching and Matt Ryan, I don't know what else to say. I mean, they don't really have good wide receivers. Well, they were so, missing Pittman Jr. They didn't yeah. this week. So I, I that definitely uh, contributed, you know, to the offense being so sour. But I think you're onto something. I think after that, besides Pittman Jr. and Taylor, what else do they really have? Paris Campbell? Yeah, I dropped Paris Campbell. <laughs> yeah, so did Leeson. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking my other league though. Yeah, oh, okay. I dropped. I dropped. I dropped Harris Campbell in my other league, and like, honestly, I, I don't even think Pittman's a top fifteen. No, nah, I, I don't agree with that. I, I think he's a top fifteen. Right. Just, he's hurt right now, and Matt Matty Ice is poopy. Yeah, you want to talk about hurt? Let's talk about Dak Prescott and his broken thumb. Actually, you know what? Let's not talk about Dak Prescott and his broken thumb. Let's talk about Cooper Rush. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, this man. this guy is amazing. Melky, tell me about our new star quarterback, Cooper Rush. <laughs> okay, well, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> he definitely had a rush attack against the Bengals, and it was a big win and something we needed because I could not face our group chat going 0-2 this season. No. So, yeah, Rush led the, the Cowboys 20-17, uh, to 17 and, you know, he had some pretty decent numbers. Uh, 235 passing yards, a touchdown. That was a great opening drive, too. Great. And a couple of rushing yards. His counterpart, Joe Burrow, I don't know, man, 199 passing yards, a TD, 26 rushing yards, and he had a two-point conversion. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? The Goobs, man. Your boy, Burrow, you had him last year. I did. Are the Bengals suffering from, like, a Super Bowl hangover? Now, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but just being there. Are they just hungover, or is it something else going on in Cincinnati? I don't – honestly, I can't tell. I, it's, it's so hard to tell. Um, I mean, Joe Mixon, he had 19 carries, so it, it wasn't – a run thing because like yeah he only had 57 yards but they're, they're, they still have that play action and I think most NFL NFL analysts have said that the Bengals have the best wide receiver core T Higgins Jamar Chase Tyler Boyd and they just added that uh, tight end uh, Hayden Hurst mm -hmm. so like you could be onto something. It could be just like, you know, oh, yeah, we got to the Super Bowl. We can coast. 
Bro, you can't coast. This is the big leagues. You cannot coast, Joe Burrow. You cannot coast. But I think we, I don't know if we talked about it uh, last podcast or if I was just talking in general with some friends. This O line sucks. It's flaming garbage. And that's the biggest issue they need to tackle. You're right. You're definitely right on that. You nailed it. He's getting sacked at at an alarming rate. I think he already has 16 sacks. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's too many for a star quarterback. He can't withstand that. But I also think it's cockiness. Uh, Take one Jamar Chase, for instance. You know what he said about Trayvon Diggs? And everybody likes to pick on Trayvon. Jamar said... He a little, he's a little hit or miss. He's all the way or not all the way. And that was that was what he said to uh, about Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs. And guess what Trayvon Diggs did to him? While Jamar was on his route, he had two receptions. Jamar for only 14 yards. So take that in your pipe and smoke it. Maybe yeah. playing instead of worrying about mouthing off people because you're as you know as much of a star you are and you are a shining star. You're a second-year player. Focus on playing the game. Let your actions speak louder. 100%. They were jawing uh, all, all game. I, I saw it. And, I mean, it was fantastic for entertainment-wise. But I think you hit the uh, nail on the head. You cannot be that cocky and then put up a performance like he did. No touchdowns, only 54 yards. T. Higgins outshined you. And... If I was Trayvon Diggs, I'd be tweeting right now. I'm like, wide receiver one who? Yeah. That, right? Like, you you ain't it. You ain't it. You got you to gotta put up or shut up. And at this point, Jamar Chase, shut up. Shut up! <laughs> Very well said. And you got to walk the walk if you're going to talk the talk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk about walking the walk. San yeah. Francisco, okay, signed... Jimmy Garoppolo to a new deal as a backup. I hated it. I was like, yo, what are you guys doing? Like, you're giving this guy money as a backup. Trey Lance hated it. Uh, I know I verbally, like I said, I verbally said it on the podcast. It was probably a terrible deal because it makes Trey Lance look like, uh, you know, it wasn't like a big deal, but it made Trey Lance go like, what the fuck? Like, what are you guys doing? What? What are you talking about? And then Trey Lance, you break your fucking ankle. Now look at you. Now look at Jimmy G back in the starting lineup and leading the Niners to a win. Melky, is Jimmy G back? Is he is he is he the man? Has he ever gone? <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna take him to the Super Bowl? I mean, he he has before. Uh... If you look at his numbers, he never puts up like fantastic numbers, but he just gets the job done. It's it's like the song. All he does is win, but it looks ugly. Like his his numbers, 150 yard, 154 passing yards, a passing TD, five rushing yards and a rushing TD. Those aren't great numbers, but he's on a great team. San Francisco knows him. Shanahan's a great coach and he just has to do the bare minimum. He just has to like not turn the ball over. So you know what? They're still a potent team. I still think they're the favorites in the West. And you know what? Trey Lance, maybe you should stay away from the Rippers because now you gotta you gotta make it rain on your medical bills. <laughs> for next time, maybe just focus on football. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for Trey Lance. Uh, he's a young rising star in the NFL. But man, poor, porn star Jimmy's back. <laughs> And I have a feeling that the Niners knew about this. They, they, they had foresight that this was going to happen. I'm t- I was talking to a Niners fan at work, and I was like, yo, what was with, with this Jimmy Garoppolo deal? And he came in today. He goes, how about that Jimmy Garoppolo deal? I was like, damn, you're right. You're right. So. Yeah, the 49ers crystal ball definitely uh, called it. He's back in the saddle, and you know, he's here to wreak havoc on the a- NFC West, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. You know what? He just makes the right plays. He, I heard it on Undisputed. They're saying he's not going to take you past the bar, but he'll get you to the bar. And sometimes that's all you need. And then you might get lucky and get over that hump. It's going to be a great season. And it's, you know, at least he's still playing for another season for the 49ers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What else we got on the docket? Well, as we started last week, we have our AFC West Bulletin. And if you don't remember, it's just basically for us to go through the standings of the best division in football, in my opinion. And week by week, we're going to give you the updated standings. The KFC Chiefs uh, remain number one. We've got the LA Chargers at number two and the Denver Broncos number three and the Las Vegas Raiders at four. So nothing has changed so far. Now, if you look at the matchups on Thursday, it was LA versus KC with KC winning 27 to 24. Mahomes still owns the Chargers having boasted 235 passing yards and two passing TDs. While Justin Herbert can't beat elite teams, go figure. He did sport 334 passing yards, three passing TDs, interception that cost them, and one crushed rip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're lucky that wasn't a fracture. It was close. I really thought the Chargers had it, but, you know, uh, Mahomes is on a wrecking mission right now. Yeah. I got I to gotta give kudos to Justin Herbert, though. Making that big touchdown pass or not touchdown but making that big pass uh i forget it was like a 30 yard pass uh, towards the end zone probably on the five was it Uh, sorry to mike williams yeah yeah after after getting like rocked about he, he he injured his ribs he tried to run couldn't run threw the ball away then he got hit really hard and he's wincing then he comes back and throws that pass Kudos to you, man. Like that, that shows that you're a true athlete and you're willing to do what it takes to try to get a win. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't pan out. I mean, Justin Herbert, you have you have my respect. Uh, it was it was a great game. Uh, I think it was fantastic. Uh, Milk, I got a question for you, though. Does yes. Justin Herbert play? I mean, I hope he doesn't this week. <laughs> I think you should just take the week off and let me win this this week's uh, fantasy matchup and then come back and be stronger than ever. All right. All right. Let's uh, I'm gonna I'm going to go with the, the Raiders start. zero and two losing to the cards at this point, like a lot of people. Like, oh, you know, Devontae Adams and uh, Derek Carr, you know, old teammates back again. They're going to do well. Are they doing well, Melk? I don't think you can blame Carr or Adams for Sunday's loss. That was horrible. First of all, it was the defense that allowed 
baby Yoda to dance around into the end zone and have his way with them at the end of the game. And in overtime, Renfro, you got to catch those balls and keep them in your hand because he fumbled. He cost them the game. So it's, I think it's been a string of bad luck. It's still early. 0-2, there's just way too much talent on that squad for them not to, to have a successful season. So we'll see, man. But if they go 0-3... That's quite a hole you're digging yourself in in this division. Yeah, but I mean, come on, man. Two receptions, 12 yards, one touchdown. Like, if you're Devontae Adams, you're you're looking for more. You, you, like, you're, 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 you're Zeke Elliott saying, feed me. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's coming. Uh, it, it's coming, but I mean, cease to exist right now. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that guy Kyler Murray play that you alluded to, fantastic! Like that guy knows how to scramble. There, there was a reason he was the number one pick in that uh, that draft class. So if he can be consistent like that and not worry about his uh, his gamer buddies, uh, phase up, man, phase up. <laughs> nobody cares about that nerd shit. If he just stays <laughs> focused, then he can be a top ten quarterback instead of being a goofball. So, yeah. Cardinals, they could be a good team. Remember, they started off hot last season. There's no reason why they can't get back on that. Do you, do you think that the only reason why he scored that touchdown is because he's really short and they just lost sight of him over the O-line? Yeah, that's why he's baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little guy. I don't care what they say. He's not 5'10". I'm, right. I'm probably a giant compared to him. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's wrap up the AFC West Bulletin with the Denver Broncos. The Houston game, sorry? Yeah. Was, yeah, the Houston game, okay. They got their first win in their home debut, 16-9. to Russell Wilson was sh- with shaky numbers, 219 passing yards, a TD, an interception, of course, and three rushing yards. Goobs. Yeah. Daniel Hackett was booed. By the home fans. <laughs> Should we still be worried about the Broncos? I don't know what team you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw a Houston play. Um, I don't know if they're playing another team. Yeah, I mean, okay. So we shouldn't be worried about the Broncos. At this point, like, yeah, they didn't have a great performance. But again, it's a quarterback going into a new scheme. You know, it takes time to adjust. I think Russell Wilson will adjust eventually. I don't know if he's going to be the Russell Wilson of old, but I don't. I don't think you should worry. I think they they have a potential to make the playoffs, but at this point, it's 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 hit or miss. They they need to step up and yeah, it, it's hard to say at this point. But I think that they'll they'll come around. They they have the weapons. I'm not worried about Russ. I'm worried about the coach. Yeah. The, really bad time management skills. Yeah, he has terrible time management skills. Uh, I mean, I'd say if they lose, what are their, what are, what are the Broncos next games? Let's take a look. And they play the, the Niners, yeah. the Raiders, the Colts, the Chargers. I'd say if they lose to the Niners and the Raiders, his ass is on the line during the Colts game. If they beat the Colts and lose to the Chargers, I'd say he has a good chance of getting fired halfway through the season. You think so? Because this is his first season as at the helm. 
It doesn't matter. He's yeah. he's just he's just been playing terrible. I mean, you took a bet on him, you took a gamble on him, and it's not paying off. Very well said, and that is your AFC West bulletin. You've got mail. Google yeah. that next. Uh, we got special delivery. It's back. Your favorite postie here is about to deliver you some mail, some, you know, some players that may be good, may, you may want to ship out. So I'm going to start with our favorite running back, Zeke Elliott. Actually, I'm, I'm kidding. He's not our favorite running back. No, he definitely isn't. <laughs> for someone who is fighting for the top spot in Dallas, Zeke has done little to prove he's the guy to keep. Putting up a whopping 5.4 fantasy points in both his games. Zeke is starving, and they're not feeding him. Tony Pollard is racking up the plates and seemingly won't stop. Unless Zeke starts to pick up the pace and deliver some bigger bigger runs, he's someone in the next few weeks I'd be looking to deliver to another team. Melky, what do you think? Zeke's a bum, and it's Tony Pollard. <laughs> I have Pollard, Pollard, you know what? Not baseball Pollard, all right? It's Pollard. But I'm, I'm going to keep on saying Pollard now just to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you got to do, baby. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Uh, it doesn't matter how much like he trains. It doesn't matter how much preparation he has for a game. He just looks awful. He doesn't get any separation. I don't know if maybe the O-line hates him secretly. I don't know because Pollard is always zipping through people, making plays for himself. Or Zeke looks like he's running in quicksand. I, I honestly think it's time to ship him afloat or... Send him somewhere, send him a drift. I don't know what you want to do and get rid of him. He's just yeah. not panning out. Let Pollard be the new guy. Pollard. Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, even though the touches are still in favor of Zeke, Pollard is... Pollard. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Uh, Pollard is, you know, he, yeah, he may be getting less touches, but he's doing something. He's doing something with that ball, and it's it's starting to show that he's he he could take the number one spot in Dallas. I mean, if Jerry Jones gets his head out of his ass, I would be trying to sell Zeke immediately. Yeah, no, Jerry's uh, busy uh, with that hush 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 money to that daughter that uh, popped up out of nowhere. For yeah, so he, he's he's busy. Yeah. All right, well, for you guys out there in the fantasy world that don't have daughters that are trying to take some money from you, sell Zeke, deliver him somewhere else, get rid of him. All right, I'm going to stick with the running backs, Melk, and I'm going to go with the king, King Henry. Things aren't looking good for the self-proclaimed king. Henry has rushed only for 107 yards in the first two games of the season without a touchdown. 25 of that came from last week. So, I mean, you're putting up 25 yards as the self-proclaimed king. It's not going to work. The Titans are on downfall and the king is losing his throne. What you talking about, Willis? Supposed to have an average of 15 points a game? Come on. 
Though I can, though I cannot say if his broken foot last year has some impact on a, his run game. It sure looks like Henry might be on some team's loading dock. Be shipped out at a moment's notice. If you had Derrick Henry on your team, would you be ready to ship him out? Are we talking fantasy or are we talking reality? Uh, fantasy. No. I think he can still be a viable option, a top-tier running back. The problem is when you run that hard, you're eventually going to take a step back. He cannot um, maintain that type of physical force forever. Now, he also is coming off a foot injury. He rushed back for the playoffs, which he probably shouldn't have. But he, his body is just getting back, getting wet, getting back on that field, feeling it out. I'm telling you, in a couple games, he's going to be the old Henry that we all know and love. So don't take his crown just yet. Wait it out. All right. Well, I mean, there is a new king in town, King Charles. Maybe uh, King Henry can come back too. There's also King Gooby in the uh, newest Wow I Had Mustard that's coming out soon. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was my special delivery. Take it which you will. Ship them out. Keep them. That's your choice. But I said it. This is what I think. Let's get on with it. Thanks, Gooby. That was awesome. And I always look forward to your special delivery segments. Oh, thank they, you. They're a thing of beauty. That's all I could say. Like, folks, if you're not getting your mail, you know why Gooby is too busy making lists about people he doesn't want to deliver to. No, I make lists about killing people. (laughs) Check out. Wow, I have mustard people. (laughs) All right. All right. So it is time for the segment that sounds like Gooby is taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. It is boom or bust. That would be like boom or constipated. (laughs) I mean, it all depends what you eat. I mean, it was Taco Tuesday yesterday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't even want to know how broken your toilet is. All right, Goobs, why don't you start us off with your first boomer bust pick? Well, you kind of ruined my boomer bust pick earlier in the pod, talking about our man, DK Metcalf. DK, <laughs> DK has been getting no love from Geno Smith so far. Only nabbing five points a game. DK is due to have a huge game. And going up versus a Falcons team that gave up three passing touchdowns last week. Now I know Geno is no Stafford. But you just got to believe that the star receiver like this, like DK, won't get totally shut out. I see DK being a boom this week, putting up around 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to give it, man. DK DK's coming back strong this week. Melky, thoughts? I th- I'm going to agree with you. Right. I think he is going to be a boom this week. It, I mean, they're playing hot Atlanta, and hot Atlanta is hot garbage. So there is room for him to get yards, touchdowns. Gino, the MVP, well, former MVP, because yeah, last week you were the, one of the worst quarterbacks out there. I think Gino's going to look for him early, and DK's going to use his size and just bully the Atlanta Falcons uh, secondary. So look for, uh, G- look for Gino and DK connection on Sunday. Yeah, Gino's an MVP because he beat the, the horses. 
You mean the My Little Ponies? Yeah, <laughs> the, the 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 golden unicorns. <laughs> Another golden about them, right? <laughs> they, they shoot rainbows out of their bums. That see now you're making more sense. That sounds like uh, the, the team out in Denver. All right, all right, uh, Melky, what do you got for your first boomer bus? Well, since you said I ruined something for you, I believe you returned it in favor and ruined my boomer bus too. Going over to San Francisco with. Star Jimmy, Jimmy G. Oh, I did allude to his numbers earlier in our NFL segment. It's return of the Jimmy. Garoppolo is back at the driver's side of the San Francisco bandwagon, and the 49ers know him all too well. This bodes well for them. I think it's a familiarity that is going to bode well for Shanahan, Shanahan and the entire team. And it's going to pay dividends against the Denver Broncos squad who are still trying to figure things out. Look for Jimmy G to be a boom this week. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to have to disagree. I think that uh, the Broncos are going to try to put on a show. Who's the home team? Who is? Oh, is it the Niners? Yeah, continue. I'll look it up. All right. Uh, well, I, honestly, okay. I, I think, like I said, that team needs to start putting on a show because they don't sign someone for $250 million and almost lose to the Houston Texans. At this point, they need to, they need something to show, oh, this is the team to be. Like, this is, uh, this is us. Like, so I, I think this is their game to go after and uh, score some big points. It's in mile high, but I'm still picking the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know, man. I I see I see Denver's defense putting on a show. And I see it being a battle of defenses because both teams are capable of having a stout defensive performance. It's basically going to be the first person to make a mistake is going to lose this game. I just think I don't trust Denver's coach. It's not it's not the team I don't really trust. It's the coach. He's shown the first two games he's way over his head. And you have Shanahan, who's been in the league for how long, has been to the Super Bowl twice, has lost, but has been there, been there, done that, has a veteran team. They've got Debo. They've got Ayuk. They've got Pornstar Jimmy back. Shannon always has something up his sleeve, so I, I just like a veteran savvy San Francisco team to go into Mile High and face a Broncos team again who are just trying to figure things out. Alright, alright. Well, I, I think Kevin will like our uh, like my pick at least. But um yeah, no anybody can win any given Sunday, right? That's that's the quote, so we'll see. Uh I'm gonna go with my next boomer bust. And it's a man that someone over here tried to trade. And it was a terrible, terrible trade. Devin, what? what? <laughs> Said I don't want him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm about to allude to right now. Devin Singletary. At this point, if you have him on your bench, you're wasting your time. I can't get through this. The Bills are a pass first and then pass second. And then when in doubt, Josh Allen runs the ball. Okay, that's that's. There's no running back in this situation. Going up against a Miami team that has a high-scoring offense, I think 
where both of their receivers, again, we alluded to earlier, put up over 150 yards and two touchdowns. This game is going to be a shootout. It's going to be a pass-heavy game, and I honestly, at this point, Devin Singletary for this week and probably for the rest of the weeks, you're going to be a bust. The, I'm speechless. I like Josh Allen is a god at this point, and I, I, that's all I gotta say, man. Like, there's there's no ifs ands or buts. Josh Allen runs and then he throws. He doesn't hand it off to nobody. Melky, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. He's a huge bust, and probably like you alluded to for the rest of the season because Josh Allen is a stat whore. Now, yes, I love Josh Allen. He is by far one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Top three, if I'm going to be more specific. But man, Josh, let your let your fellow running backs eat, man. Why do you got to run all the time? You got Singletary. You got, um, what's the other guy's name? The, the second year player. I just had his name. I couldn't tell you. Well, that, that, that just tells you how, we don't because <laughs> that just oh Moss sorry you got Moss you got you got it they drafted another running back like let them eat man like why you gotta run all the time you got an arm you got a cannon if you run less less opportunity for you to get hurt <laughs> so for those reasons yeah like unfortunately Singletary's just gotta ride the pine and wait for his time to shine I would be <laughs> sorry go ahead Mel but he's a bust going forward. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they just sell all their running backs and then just pick up more wide receivers for Josh Allen to throw to. Or they could just, on fantasy, just change Josh Allen from QB to QB and running back because Ooh. that's all he does. I am a super genius! That would be that would be rough. For the positions. Josh, Josh Allen would be top, top, uh, top pick every single year. Ah, he's a stat whore. You need to stop it, buddy. Like, let the man eat. <laughs> All right, Melk, who is your last boomer bust? Well, closing it off is a man you picked up in the waiver wire today. Going over to New York, the shittier part in the swamp. We're talking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver of the Jets. And I'm going to label him as a boom. And I guess that's why you're starting him this week. His numbers last week, eight receptions, 102 receiving yards, and two receiving TDs. Did you know Wilson shared the same amount of snaps as Corey Davis? And it's crazy because Garrett Wilson is the number three receiver on the depth chart. I think his volume is going to go up. I think Joe Flacco likes him. I think Joe Flacco also likes having three really good wide receivers that can do different things. So although he is still slated in the third spot, First volume to continue to go up, and he's gonna be a boom this week against really confused Cincinnati Bengals team. Yeah, they are very confused. I like that. I'm gonna agree with you. That's why I picked him up. I feel like that was everybody's waiver choice was to pick him up. But you know, you gotta you gotta suck to get the good ones, and I suck. And I got the good one. <laughs> you suck hard. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible, terrible. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I'm. I feel like I'm just gonna lose every. I'm gonna go 0 and 17 or whatever, whatever the fantasy season is. I have my own crystal ball too, and I knew you were gonna go for for Garrett. Mm-hmm. You Mike was gonna pick up someone stupid, and he did Noah Brown. Yes, Noah Brown had a great game. 
but don't don't expect that to be a continuous thing. He's gonna draw. I I'll bet you, I'll bet you your Tooney bet wager that Mike drops Noah Brown after this week. Okay, okay. Uh, my other pick is still available on the waiver wire. I might pick him up later. Uh, I was going for two, and I knew Allen wanted him. So if I didn't grab him, Allen was dropping Russell Wilson for Tua. Yeah, I don't have anybody to drop until my tight ends are uh, kind of figure their shit out, whether or not Dalton Schultz plays. Here's a sneaky boom for you, Jarvis Landry. Nah, they, <laughs> they like uh, the, the Rook got more. Olay. Olay, 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 Olay. Olay. Got right. more snaps than uh, Jarvis, uh, but I had to make room. Personally. All right. But what do we got next? Have we got Toonie bets? It's a special one. Melky, give me your Toonie bet for this week. Glad you threw it over to me. And we've been talking about this team, those players, pretty much all podcast. So why not stay over there? Going Buffalo over Miami. Battle of the two and O's. Big division game. Bills are gonna stampede over to Miami and they're gonna turn the Dolphins into freshly canned tuna as they win big in South Beach. Pick the Bills. They're the they're the real number ones. Miami, you're always being number two. I wish we had video because everybody could just see me rolling my eyes and, you know, <laughs> falling asleep over to here to that uh, horrible, horrible pick. You're that's a lie. You're falling asleep because you're tired. <laughs> no, I'm not tired. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Melky. And because I'm good to go, I'm doubling down on your bet and putting two toonies. And for you Americans and other people that don't. Uh, live in Canada. That's four dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna put four dollars on the line that the Dolphins beat the Bills. You stupid! All right, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, Tua. You're not gonna have the that big of a game, but you're gonna have a game. It's gonna be a shootout, and yeah, Dolphins win, man. Dolphins take the Bills. Now, I think Von Miller is going to put two in a coma. It's going to be great. Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. It could be the game of the week as well. Yeah. Like a division matchup. There's a bunch of division matchups this week. And that one is the spiciest one in my eyes. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. So I can't wait. I think you're wrong. I think Buffalo. I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, I think you're wrong. Well, yeah, I think you're wrong. No. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> garbage man. Garbage man. It's going to be a great matchup. I look forward to it. I'm glad that this is the first time, folks, that we've had a double down on Toonie Bet. Yes, sir. And, th- and that was all Gooby's idea, and I love it. And, you know, I love gambling just as much as you do, so bring it, buddy. Bring Gamble it. responsibly, people. We gamble what you got. I think LG should sponsor us because how many times did we throw that out there? OLG, man, if you want to hook me up, I'm pointing at the camera and I'm like, yo, we don't even do video anymore. I didn't say what you were doing. Remember. (laughs) Oh, you you gotta hook me up. OLG, I mean, score bet. I use you a lot. I do my 12 game parlays on it and I lose a lot. So, 
I mean, you can at least repay the favor. You know, send me some money. I'll put you out there. We got some listeners. Thescorebat.com. Everybody, gamble responsibly. You heard the man. And normally we have Ba, uh, the creator of Toonie Bets, with his bet, but unfortunately he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't uh, have his bet on time. So look for him next week. Uh, hopefully he's back. And uh, no, 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 no. This just in. This just in. From my head. Bob picks the Jets to beat the Bengals. What? Oh, are you just saying that or is that an actual pick? No, I'm just saying that, but I mean, <laughs> that, that's what he's going with. Everybody, you heard it. Bob puts his toonie. He actually said he's going to quadruple down <laughs> and give us all of his money that the Jets beat the Bengals. Well, if you're looking at the standings for toonie bets, we're supposed to be uh, actually keeping track. I lost last week, so I'm one and one. Bala lost last week. He's one and one. You're zero and two because you just like to pick ridiculous shit. And hey, Kevin bold. is one to know because he's only had one bet. Bold predictions, man. Sometimes they help you out. Or you just have a screw loose, but but whatever. <laughs> hey, man, I'll tell you right now. Here we go. Quick fire. Jacksonville wins. Atlanta wins. <laughs> the Cardinals win. <laughs> All the shit teams win. time for you to go through your crazy <laughs> list all right let's just close this off buddy uh and just like a plate of cheeseburgers in front of andy reed's face we are finished great episode buddy anything you want to add yeah i'd clean a plate of burgers and fries just saying as fast as the walrus i could probably out eat him i'd pay to see that andy reed i challenge you <laughs> so not not hot dogs <laughs> uh, no man everybody check us out on uh, wow I had mustard uh, uh, did the new one come out yet it's dropping it's supposed to drop either any day from Thursday Friday or Saturday so it's perfect eventually yeah it's it's coming out soon uh, we're gonna be shooting another one in uh, probably about a week or two's time no I guess further uh, more close to Halloween. Oh, more close to Halloween? Okay. All right. Well, I mean, check us out anyways, because Gooby, spoiler alert, <laughs> is a champ. He's a king. Yeah, but, he uh, finally won in trivia, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. But yeah, check us out on a while. I had mustard. I want to thank everybody, not a 30 Anthony, for uh, letting us do our do our uh, silly little podcast. That we, you know, we like to talk football. You know, that's, that's what we do. If, if we don't talk football here, we talk football in the group chat. So I love it. Thank yeah, you. Just, I appreciate it. Yeah, we're just basically talking football nonstop. Yeah. Uh, Rush versus Jones. Yeah, man. that Monday nighter might be a stinker. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But I'll watch it. Oh uh, man, Melky. Thank God booze was invented. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Melky, what do you got? Anything else? Uh, you, you basically took the words out of my mouth. You know, the network, thank you guys uh, for putting up with us, uh, allowing us to drop our crazy X's and O's, mainly Gooby. Uh, you know, we'll be back week four, and honestly, it'll probably be some crazy shenanigans again. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody, and have a good night, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. Stay hungry. Show me potato salad. 
Man, I wish we had video. <laughs> uh.